much. Welcome to Not Too Much Podcast. I am Bub. What up? I'm Dave. I'm Ho. Dave is back. Back. And we also have a special episode for you tonight. Later on, we'll have the interview with Ryan Gates, who works at the old WGR 550. Sports Radio in Buffalo. He he rocks the uh, the board for the Show Up in the Bulldog Show, and he does his own show after the Show Up in the Bulldog Show called The Nightcap. Make sure you station. Make sure you plug all the times and everything like that too. Just kind of do it after. I don't know what they are, so just do them after. Just real quick, show up in the Bulldogs three to seven every okay. weekday, and then he his show the nightcap is seven to nine. Seven to nine. I would have guessed that, but I wasn't gonna speak on it. Yeah, cool, and then cool. if there is a Sabres game or something that's obviously takes precedence over his show, but you know, you know how it goes. Cool. Um, hey man, let's hop right into it. Um. You were sorely missed last week, my man. Thank you, thank you. Um, it was it's been a rough week. Um, without going into too much detail, somebody very close to me is very very sick, and there was a lot going on last week. And here I am now. Okay. Okay. No, no need to get any more specific than that. Okay, I appreciate it. But let's let's jump right into what I think is probably the most awesome thing that happened this week. And that is our friend Jimmy of the Delivery Guys. Oh, yeah. How can I forget about that? Incredibly viral this week. Yes. Do tell. Okay. Um, we don't talk about which restaurant we work at. We call it Bob Saget's. I mean, we do it just because Delivery Guys wanted to. We, I honestly don't care if we did. Oh, keep Bob Saget. We'll Let's keep, keep it, Bob Saget. We'll, we'll keep it on the DL, even though like it's gone viral enough where if you yeah. even You can do the math <laughs> yeah. if you really have to. If you want to, yeah. Um. So we were working, I think it was Saturday night, and uh, we get a online order, and when people place these online orders to our restaurant, they can leave like little instructions for their delivery guy, like, hey, go to the back door or whatever. And I happened to notice that this person's instructions were, send your baddest bitch, please. Please spelled P-L-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z. And, uh... You know, me and Jimmy both got a good laugh at it, and we're just, he's like, what do you think I should write? And I go, we did, period. <laughs> so he writes, we did, did Oh, he wrote it? Because I did wonder who wrote that. Yeah, no, I told I told him what to write, so I have a hand in this. Uh, you know, I shared a, a part of the story. And uh, so he take. it was late. It was like one of our last orders of the night. Comes back, he's like, yeah, yeah, I just, you know, took a couple pictures or whatever. And by... Like, about 5 o'clock Sunday, I stopped in just to shoot the shit with um, Nick, our uh, GM, and he's like, did you hear about Jimmy? And I'm like, <laughs> no, what happened to Jimmy? He's like, dude, he took a delivery last night. And I'm like, stop, I know about this one, you know what I mean? He's like, dude, it's all over Twitter. And I'm just like, like, describe it. And at the time, he's like, I think he said like about 50,000 retweets or yeah. favorites or whatever, you know what I mean? But... It got up to like 130,000 retweets, and um, yeah, Jimmy was a fucking celebrity. He was telling me he's he's getting like threatening stuff, and like girls just throwing themselves well, at let's, him. Well, let, let's before we move on. Sure. Part of why it went viral is the the 
the person oh, well, yeah, yeah, person who received yeah, person received the delivery took a picture of his instructions and then another picture of the Our, the sticker that you put on the box that yeah. says we did and then a picture of Jimmy in like a like a squat like holding up a $20 bill as if he was like posing looking like a badass <laughs> yeah. yeah so he's got a $20 bill squatting like you know looking fly with his big old sideburns that he has chops in his delivery outfit it just every everything about it was fucking perfect and yeah. and, and it's why it went viral it was hilarious the, the funny thing about it was the other guy that was working that night wouldn't have played along right and nothing would have happened yeah like th- it was just a perfect storm and jimmy became a celebrity for about three days it was yeah, really when going. i when i find when i first saw it it had over a hundred thousand retweets i'm like holy shit you know because like Whatever. The most I can hope to get is like a hundred retweets or something like that. Something yeah, yeah. I did. Yeah. Like the... we're gonna, we're gonna talk about my my own experiences with viral shit in a minute. But, okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. And then next thing you know, like the chive is is posting yeah. it on Facebook and Uproxx is mentioning our fucking friend Jimmy. It was fucking crazy. Just <laughs> like just... Buzzfeed also. At Buzzfeed. least three of them. Really? I think. Yeah. I mean, those are like the three big ones. Like those are like you know. I subscribed to him, and it was just like, hey, wait a minute, that's Jimmy. You know, they're, they're posting pictures of Jimmy and talking about how awesome Jimmy is. The so, baddest bitch. Jimmy is our baddest bitch by default. Because there was no, like I said, there was no rhyme or He just happened to be, he's up in the rotation. So, congratulations to Jimmy. Yeah, I, when, when I worked there, I can't remember what it was, but there was a delivery instruction. I was supposed to say something, and I, I didn't, and you know. Yeah. Um, like I could have gotten viral if I played along, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. I don't remember what it was. Apparently, that's all it takes. You just have to play along, sort of, and you're just like, boom. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Like I can't even relate to it. Like Jimmy was just kind of like, I don't know why this is happening to me. This is weird, but whatever. I'm gonna ride it out. Um, <laughs> I guess the most viral thing I ever did was I used to do a satirical website, and I pissed. First of all, I did it under a pen name. Second off, and you probably know what I'm talking about, I pissed a lot of people off. Was it about the fair? Yeah, I, um, <laughs> total, like, I don't know what you want to call it, like, social satire or whatever, but I thought that enough people would take it as a joke if I said that our county fair canceled our demolition derby. No, no, that's not how that works. When well, you the te- best, the, before you move on, the best okay. part about it was the end of the, I can't remember the exact headline, but the end of the headline was, town or county goes ape shit ape shit right and you'd think that the fact that it said ape shit in the co- in the headline yeah. it's a complete another yeah. joke you're you're being trolled here people <laughs> no um i said that our our county fair canceled the demolition derby kind of insinuating that our region is a bunch of rednecks and they did the exact opposite of what i expected them to do they freaked the fuck out and i'm sitting there like it got like 100,000 like I don't know what, like, hits on Facebook or something like that, which for our area is kind of a lot. People were absolutely losing their goddamn minds. And here I am, thank God I used a fucking pen name, because I'm just like, people are going to lynch me if they get a chance. Like, I am fucking doomed. And that was, like, compared to, like, I wish I would have had Jimmy's luck or something innocent like that, but I couldn't say a goddamn word about it. And a lot of people were like, this is fucking funny. Like, this guy fucking nailed it, I guess, by accident. Um, Talking about myself. But I, ne- I never really got to, uh, like, take credit for it. And I, I don't know. En- enough people figured out who, I, who it was and you know, who the other people were with, with us doing this website. And 
Can can you do you want to say the name of the website or no? Yeah, sure. I mean, it's more or less defunct now. I was, was one. I was, that was going to be my next question. Yeah, it was the a. Chad- can we say what it is? B. <laughs> are you still doing it? Yeah, it was. It was the Chadwick Bay Guardian. It was kind of like an onion for Chautauqua County, New York, and it was, that's exact. Perfect. It was a perfect description of what it is. Yeah, I mean, like I don't know. Like I dabble in writing and I dabble in comedy. That was kind of my chance to do a little bit of both. And I don't know. Like a lot of shit I did, like fell flat on its face. It just was funny to me for five minutes. I did an article and it, you know, it didn't. I work, liked most of them. I read most of them. I mean, they, I don't know. Like, I, 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 and I never exactly knew who did it because I know you weren't the only one to do them. Right? I did most of the. Oh, writing. okay. I think everybody else did like one or two, and then I was just <laughs> banging them out. Like anything I had like funny to say, it was just like, all right, here you go. Um, but I think people are over, and they realize that yeah. Uh, completely disreputable newspaper that popped up overnight isn't exactly the authority you want to go to when you're when you're that worked up about something you know maybe check your sources but no it got ugly like we were getting like i didn't know the extent of that so yeah yeah, no we were we were getting like i mean i say we because everyone was relaying the, the threats we were getting to me like hey what do you want to do about this i don't know fucking leave the article up but people were like you know, the fair is just begging us to do, like, a, like what do you want to say? Like, recant the story and be like, we were just kidding, you know? And we're like, no, fuck that. People can't figure this shit out on their own. <laughs> and, you know, like, it, it got kind of ugly. Like, if you don't do, like, look, our vendors are backing out because they believe you, too. What? Yeah, oh, yeah. Like, really? Oh, it got, it got ugly. And I don't know. I finally, I think I put, like, a disclaimer on the website or something like that just to, like, uh, all right, fine. You know, here we go. Dumbasses, we're not real. Man. Kind of ruined the fun, you know? We kind of peaked with that article way too, and it was way too easy, and it made it really hard to do anything again because it was kind of like, well, they know we're fake now because, um, you know, everybody was saying don't listen to the Chadwick Bay Guardian, they're fake. So it was kind of like, you know, after that, I kind of had to be obvious about it, you know what I mean? It kind of became more like The Onion, and it was just boring to me. I was all about trolling people, and I think I was doing good for a while. Yeah, I agree. You were. Um, it's a shame. We were. We were actually talking about doing something different. You know this whole this whole fake news thing. Well, one of the other guys involved was like, "Let's cash in on this fake news thing and just comp- just get completely ridiculous with it." And I was like, "I'm in. I just haven't had time lately, so it's probably going to happen. We'll probably do something Guardian esque, but you know, it just won't be local." Okay, you know? sounds good. Cool. So something I heard uh, our guest and in the interview coming up, Ryan mentioned on the radio, Chrissy Amaguchi. So excited for you, Nancy A. Kerrigan. Can't wait to see you grace that ballroom floor. Break a leg. Oh. Because she's on Dancing with the Stars. Nice. My question well. for you is, do you think she meant it? In a funny way? Like, did you think she was really referring to of course. Nancy Kerrigan getting clubbed? Yeah, 100%. Really? Yeah. And it, it's it's whatever. I mean, what was that, like, probably in the 90s? Mid-90s, maybe? Yeah, for anyone that doesn't know. <laughs> yeah, thank uh, you. Tanya Harding was, like, the second best American figure skater in 1994 or whatever year it was for the Olympics. Number one in our hearts, though. And the best American figure skater. For a little while. Was Nancy Kerrigan and, and Tanya Harding put a hit out on her, like not really to kill her, but to like bash her legs in so she couldn't skate. So that actually happened. <laughs> Man, yeah, she. What did she like? 
belted her in the knee one time and like literally broke her kneecap and she was laying around crying why god why like on live tv too wasn't it i don't think so i don't know i saw it on like everything afterwards there was video footage of it oh for sure oh i just thought it just like was a thing that happened yeah no no it was it was recorded really i believe so you dude i've heard the audio of it at the very least yeah, if you look it up on you look it up on YouTube. What happened? What happened? Why? 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 I don't know. It's some hard, hard black stick. Something really, really hard. All right, editor's note. I am going to insert the interview with Ryan, host of The Nightcap on WGR 550 out of Buffalo, New York, here. So enjoy the interview, and we will do hashtags and some other talk afterwards. All right, folks, this is Scott from Not Too Much. We've got a special interview tonight with Ryan Gates. Hello. Welcome. Yes, thanks for having me. This is sweet. You just like got, it down here. just got done with your show. Yeah. it's Well, uh, not your show. You have a different show. Yeah, the show that I that I run, I guess. Uh, so I, I still consider it my. Is that show. what you call? Is that how it, like you? They call you the producer, right? Yeah, they call you me the run producer. It? I run it. I push all the buttons. I make sure it works. I call the people. I get everyone on. They just they just sit there and talk like we're doing right now. They have yeah. the easy job. Yeah, I do all the hard work. <laughs> the, the phone screening and whatnot. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm pretty loose with the phone screening though. I probably should be better about that. But uh, do, you, do you ever get do you ever get hollered at by? Chris you know, and Mike for that? No, they're pretty good about it. Um, they they have faith in me to be the true. And, and I was pretty upfront with them. My uh, my screening style is the dumber you are, the more likely you are to make it through. Unless if you are blatantly offensive or ultimate, like the, the dumbest person I ever heard, then I'll usually argue with you for a little while. And when well, I get sick of arguing with you, I still put you on hold and kind of let you just sit, sit there for a while. It's funny. Is there, are people so stupid that they don't realize that if you're an idiot to the screen guy, you're not going to get through? Do they like pretend and then like change the way they're going to talk? Then like, Sometimes they'll do that. Like uh, last week there was a kid who got through and uh, he dropped a nice uh, penis on the genre. He, he said that, why, this was the quote. Why did they fire Rex Ryan? He had a huge penis. So <laughs> I missed that one. That, that guy got through, and after that, it, it was when the kids had the snow day, so they were getting all cabin <laughs> fever. They were like, okay, what can I do to pass the time here? And they kept calling. They kept calling with different names. They were like, oh, yeah, this is Pete from Minnesota. And I was like, mm, no, Oh, it's the not. same group of kids? Oh, yeah, you can oh, tell. Right. At one point, one kid almost got through. I was like, I'm going to put you on hold. And he's like, guys, yeah, he's got I was like, yeah, nice try, kid. Hung up on him, but yeah. And the call screening is normally they have a pretty good idea. You just put a little description of what they are going to say into the screen. Mm-hmm. And uh, usually Mike and Chris have a pretty good – Mike mainly. Mike's he, – he controls the mouse. He controls the callers. So he, he's he's got a pretty good Well, the best thing compass. about Mike is – He'll be the first one to be like, fuck you, I'm out. Oh, yeah, he will absolutely. He, I've, had, I've had conversations with him about this, too, and it's <laughs> like, like, Mike, uh, how did it get this way? And he goes, you know, I don't really know. I wasn't always this way, but <laughs> after a while, it came to the point where these people kept calling, and I was like, you know what? This is my show. I control it, and you're on my terms. So I started being a little more uh, aggressive with it, and 
people always want to call and argue. So if they're going to yeah. call and argue, they don't they don't call if they agree with you. They call if they disagree with you. So. Yeah, like a lot of people hate him for it. And yeah. specifically, we're talking about the times where he just will hang, not so much hang up on the person, but pretty much hang up on the. Person. Oh no, yeah, he'll he'll absolutely some some people will be halfway through their point and he'll hang up on them, and then they call me and they're like, "Oh, I had this to say and this to say," and I'm like, oh, "Sorry, I." Uh, yeah, people, you're not getting back through, bud. People on like Twitter or on Facebook comment pages and shit will hate on Mike for doing stuff like that, and I think that's the best part of the show half the time because usually he has a right to or he has a reason to. Yeah, and uh, with Twitter now, especially Twitter more than Facebook, I would say like those types of callers, the ones that really want to call in and just kind of argue and fight with the hosts, they don't really call anymore because they have a much easier way to do it, which is Twitter. And you can just kind of spew at these hosts as much as you want. And Mm -hmm. it's, it's no limits. You can say whatever you want. And well, 140 characters. Yeah. yeah, yeah, There, there is a limit. You're right. There is a character limit, but there is no, uh, Number of tweet limit. You're not getting through. You're not going through someone. You're you're right there. You have direct contact. So a lot like the Weiner line. The Weiner line has fallen out a lot because of because uh, Twitter. Twitter. Twitter is now the the Weiner line. If you want Weiner line takes, oh Twitter is your place because oh. that's where they exist now. For anyone that doesn't know what the Weiner line is, because some people aren't from the area. Oh okay yeah. Um the Weiner line was dedicated for people just to bitch. Yeah. And then yeah. the morning guys. You know the ver- you don't work in the morning, right? No, no. The no. version of you in the morning goes through and takes the interns the, usually take the we best. Give, we give the that best to takes. the interns, just like <laughs> interns. This is where you go get that get those minor line takes. And they used to do like very long segments of it where it was like okay, five minutes of minor line takes. And now you're lucky if you get like one minor line take per show. And that used to be such a much bigger thing, but it's the evolving technology and the way that. Mm-hmm. The business works. That uh, yeah, it's kind of it's kind of going away from that. Which it, that's well, all right. Maybe all it can right. maybe it can get switched to just reading those whiner tweets off. You could do that, but uh, it depends on who you get to. Like you get Jeremy. Jeremy's much more Jeremy White, one of the morning show hosts. He's much more in tune with using the text line and using Twitter during the show and using that to reach out to to listeners and. Mike and Chris use Twitter, I guess, but the text line they you know read that. I'm the only one who reads that. So if you're if you're texting in in the afternoon, I'm reading your texts, but they're certainly not. <laughs> they're not. The only reason I would ever have cable is for sports. Sabers. Yep. Yep. For Sabers, you get like the nice sports packages. You get college games. You get all sorts of different games that you can stick with. That's the only reason to have cable anymore because you can literally get everything else. Like I mean, my parents pay for Direct TV, so I just I have their password, so I can log into like oh, that's cool. FX and all the the, the shows. One like of my AMC. friends, one of my friends had the uh, HD Plus thing that got the NFL package. Yeah, and I was able to watch because I like the Seahawks. I mean, I like the Bills too, but Seahawks are my. Oh, team. you're a Seahawks fan. I get, I get. I was able to watch every Seahawks game in HD, unless it was on like national television. That's when you can't. Right. But then usually you can find that easily on Reddit or wherever. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's good for you though. You know, being mm-hmm. a Seahawks fan, and uh, how'd you get? How'd you become a Seahawks when, fan? Honestly, it was when I was a kid. Everyone was a fucking Bills fan, and you were a rebel. When I was a kid, 
the Bills were good. Yeah, how did you, yeah, <laughs> why did you become not a Bills fan? The Bills I, were actually good. Like I said, I still did like the Bills, but I just, yeah, like you said, I was a rebel. I just wanted to pick a different team. And when I was a kid, my parents got, I have two brothers. Yeah. Got each of us like a random sweatsuit combo a sweatpants and sweatshirt combo of of a team and i'm guessing they just randomly just got just whatever like, oh, here's uh whatever like, was, here's green and here's yeah. green and blue whatever, scottle like that one. <laughs> whatever was on sale at fucking brand names or whatever <laughs> my brother my one brother got a raiders one my other brother got a redskins and i got seahawks and then yeah, i really random i just too. remember having the seahawks and i like the the color scheme yeah know? no I especially say, now this color scheme now is even better that that neon shit the that neon, they have i yeah. like it because uh, I was thinking, like, I think about my early fandom into sports, and obviously I was always Bills and Sabres oriented because that's what my dad liked, and I became a Houston Astros fan because my grandpa lived down wasn't, there, and my well, dad... Didn't that come up today? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It came up today on the show, <laughs> so... so. You, gotta take, you have to talk about it twice now, because yeah. I did try and listen today, even though I was I had other shit going on today, but... Yeah, but today on the show, it's just like, <laughs> how, like... What is it? Well, for to baseball, be a fan? for baseball, it's different because we don't have a team around here. Right. So you just so you have to pick someone. A lot of people you're, pick you're the open, fucking Yankees, which, which that's what I was going to say. Like <laughs> when I was growing up, like I have this picture of me when I'm in fourth grade. I'm wearing a Yankees Jeter shirt. And I've got a retainer, and I'm doing this like stupid ass smile, like <laughs> look like such a goon. And now I like look back on it, and I'm. I'm not a Yankees fan at all. I don't know why I like the Yankees at this point. I hate everything the Yankees stand for. And why did I ever like the Yankees? And the uh, truth of the matter is I like the Yankees because they were fucking good. Yeah. Uh, they were fucking good. And that was the only reason I needed to like the Yankees at that point. It's like kids kids uh, young now would probably just become huge Patriots fans, right? Patriots fans, Golden State Warrior fans, Honestly, I assume. you know what's funny? I'm guilty of that because I'm an A's fan. And when I was a kid, that was... Back when they were really fucking good, and I just picked the best team. Yeah, that's then. uh, for for me, I I was just going through this process where uh, college basketball is the the big thing right now with the tournament, mm-hmm. and like I've been St. Bonaventure is the school around here that is probably the biggest program, which is still really small. Are they in the? No, they didn't, this make year? The, no they didn't make the tournament. No, they didn't that, make any tournament. Like, there's Syracuse, too, though. And then UB sometimes. But, like, being a Bills and Sabres fans has made me this way where I can't just, like, glom on to one of these big programs like Syracuse. Where I'm like, oh, they're too good. They're mm-hmm. too good. I need a program that's, like, the underdog constantly. And it's conditioned me. Being yeah. a Bills and Sabres fan <laughs> has conditioned me to always uh, – I feel like a lot of people – are always about the underdogs unless it is their team that they've decided they're going to like. But otherwise, you, you tend to go for the underdog. We actually talked about this on our episode, but Eric's coworker Brian came on. Okay. He went to all all the uh, NCAA games in oh, Buffalo. In Buffalo, nice. And what he noticed was that everyone, since there's not really like a home, like if Syracuse is there, then it'd be all Syracuse. But since right. there wasn't really a team. Anyone is going for? for the underdog. Yeah, exactly. That's because what they were doing. They were yelling at the ref apparently anytime they <laughs> did a call against Bucknell or whoever it was. I <laughs> went to the tournament, uh, it was a few years ago now, but it was when VCU beat Duke when they were in Buffalo. And that was like when VCU like first showed up on the scene and now they're like a common tournament team. They make it pretty much every year now. But 
I uh, they had beaten Duke, and I think the 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 block of games that I saw it was VCU and Pitt was the game, and then I want to say it was like Maryland and Butler, something like that. But either way, like VCU was the big story that year. They took down Duke. And they're down 17 to Pitt. And Pitt was, like, good that year. Pitt was a – they had a big player called Aaron Gray who was a beast. And then VCU was playing them. And they're down 17. They start mounting this comeback. And literally everyone just was, like, on VCU's dick. Like, immediately. (laughs) So they they chip away at this comeback. They chip away the 17-point lead. And they tie it and send it to overtime. And I'm, like, right next to the Pitt, like, cheering section. So the Pitt – all the Pitt fans are right there, a section over from me. And it's a little weird because half the people are super into it and the other half are just, like, kind of sitting back and enjoying the, the spectacle, I like, guess I would like say. Like how I would be if I went to one of those world championship games. Like, I wouldn't really care, but I just want to be there to watch. Yeah, you just want to enjoy the, the whole scene. Like, yeah. You want to sit back. You want to watch the people, the people who are super into it. I was, like, 15 at the time, so... VCU makes this big comeback and sends it to overtime, and I am just pro VCU at this point. Like, it, it, going and then into you the get game, to like yell at the pit people next. Yeah, to you I'm and... just like going nuts. They're hitting <laughs> these big shots, like timeouts, and I'm like chanting with the VCU fans, going nuts. And it's absolutely yeah, you just you glom onto the team that is the underdog because like Duke. Fuck Duke. Yeah. Like, everyone's like, fuck Duke. Fuck, uh... Like how we are it. against... About the fucking Yankees. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, fuck the Yankees, too, for sure. I hate the Yankees. <laughs> like, there's no way. I don't know. I don't know why I liked him when I was a kid. I'm my st- my younger brother is a big Yankees fan. Like, is he? Every time he, like, comes into the house with a fucking Yankees get up, I'm like, get the fuck out of here, guy. Yeah, no, uh... I mean, I was roommates with a Yankees fan, and I would just... You're like why? Mm-hmm. Like how did you how did you become this way? And they'll some some of them not. I don't think Brian, my brother Brian, is like this. But it's uh, New York. You, you gotta like New York. No, you don't. If I'm They're a far New York further team. away than there's like there's three other teams. Yeah, there's Cleveland. There's Toronto. <laughs> there's Pittsburgh. They're all closer. If you're going for a New York team, root for the Mets. And that's how I am. Mm-hmm. After a while, like I said, I had my Yankees phase when I was like uh, nine, ten. Didn't know any better. Uh, couldn't couldn't critically think about what was actually happening, and that was actually back when the Yankees were cool. They didn't just buy their teams. Yeah, they went through this phase where they just bought all of their teams, and now they're kind of getting out of that again. Even though they just rebought uh, what's his name, uh, the the one who beat up his girlfriend and won a World Series. The, oh, Chapman, Aroldis Chapman. Oh, okay, I've heard the name. I'm I'm not a huge You're not baseball, a baseball guy. guy. Yeah, me neither, really. But I just I like to pretend that I know all sports because it's my job. Yeah. It's, yeah, you know what? I was actually that. I was gonna actually ask you about that specifically about like the Bills. Yeah. Like I know I assume you're a Bills fan. Oh yeah, I've been but a Bills like fan. I've heard you on and I've heard you on the radio talking about offensive linemen and shit mm. and like defensive line. Like, mm. like do you just like it's uh <laughs> you just listen I to was, Sal and just. Yeah, I listen to Sal. Piggyback I'll, on his shit because I, I listen don't... to Sal. I like read some stuff. For a, <laughs> I'll read stuff and just be like, okay, this guy knows what he's talking about, and I sure as hell don't. Like, I never played football. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing for me. Like football in general. Like, I'm a fantasy football player. Yeah. So I know about like receivers and quarterbacks and running backs, maybe some tight ends, barely, but defensive and shit. 
like oh four three three four you know what I have That's no why I like fucking clue. In, uh, cliches a lot, and I use that as like my backbone because I, I love I, it. I talk in cliches and point out how ridiculous they are while simultaneously <laughs> using the shit out of them because it's the only thing that I know. So I was like, oh, I gotta gotta win the battle in the trenches. So you need some good defensive linemen there. It's all about uh, it's all about that. So. I think I think the reason I thought of it was on Saturday. Remember when I like. I saw you at work. Yeah, and I had talked on the radio. And you were on Saturday, which I didn't yeah. expect. And then that was the day I heard you fucking talking some shit, some football shit. Well, so, <laughs> so I, I, I prepared. And by yeah. that, I mean you like sounded like you shit. knew what the fuck you were doing. Right. Because, yeah, like, that's the kind of shit I don't know about football. At one point, so it, it's tough for me because I have that, that little show after. Uh, yeah, the, which the we never after, fucking announced. The yeah, reason the nightcap. The reason I wanted to get you on other than just you know i just like to shoot the shit let's yeah. shoot the shit uh-huh. you are on wgr the nightcap seven yeah. to nine on weekdays yeah well when there's not other you yeah. know more important stuff going on like sabers games or ncaa like, tournament like games. tonight this is a monday and there's yeah, a sabers, there's a sabers game. game which don't get me wrong i love it when there's a sabers game on because i'm not staying there until 9 p.m mm-hmm. or 10 p.m which is oftentimes terrible but it's good to have your own show. It's good to have a show. Yeah. I enjoy doing the show. Yeah, that's so, cool. Yeah, I, I mean, like, when it comes to show, at, at one point, I literally was, I, I talk about it like this. Sometimes people will ask me, be like, oh, Ryan, what are you, what are you going to do? Like, Mike will ask me, uh, Bulldog will ask me, be like, Ryan, what are you going to do with the show later? I'm like, uh, yeah, I'm going to open up the mic and I'm going to filibuster for two hours. They're like, what are you talking about? And I'm like, I literally have no idea what I'm going to do. I'm just going to open up the mic and I'm going to start talking and hope that something comes to me magically and it works. Or I'm going to sound like an idiot. And uh, so I've been doing that a lot. And then at one point I was like, you know what? You should stop doing that. You should read a little more. Like, be less of a piece of shit in the mornings. You know, read, like, three articles. When the show's going on, read another couple so that you're up to date. And then you got some information you can use, and you sound informed. And ever since I started doing that, you know, you you write your notes down, right? Mm -hmm. I've started doing that. Originally, I would just have nothing. Yeah, just, like, talking points. But uh, I actually was wondering... How much do you know about uh, Chris and Mike's their their <laughs> process? Like, do they have shit written down? Is it a lot like what we're doing here? We're just we start with one thing we know we want to talk about, and then just see what happens after that. Or do they have that shit all mapped out? See, it depends on your style. And before at WGR, they had a program director who like is the guy who's the, the head in charge. He is the one who makes sure. Like, the hosts are good. He's the one who brings on the hosts. He does all the hiring. He does all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. So there was a program director at WGR who wanted, before the show, he would come in and he would talk to his hosts, and he would want, like, what's coming up at 4.30, what's coming up at 5.30. Like, he wanted the plan down. And the program director we have now is super loose, like, doesn't care. Like, he'll just pop in and be like, oh, what do you guys got on the agenda? And they'll talk a little bit. Mike, I think, is a little more... He he likes the the plan. Like mm-hmm. he he will have a plan. He's got things that he has written down. He'll always have a sheet of paper in front of him with notes on it. Bulldog is because Mike's driving the show. It's it's Mike. It does show. seem it does yeah. seem that way because he Bulldog does most. Kind of he does most comments. of the like lead outs into the commercials and then right. like coming back back in. Yep. And it, I feel like whenever Mike's off on vacation or doing something else, obviously Bulldog's got to do it. Yeah, and yeah. he just doesn't. It just doesn't sound right. I mean, he does fine. Obviously, there's no, nothing yeah. wrong. 
but it's it, uh, it's it, just different because he he's it's it's their styles. Mike's much more of a like he he has a plan usually, and and Bulldog's more of the like. Uh, I'm here. I'm along for the ride. I will put my my commentary in, mm-hmm. but it's it's really like Mike is pushing the show along. He's the one with the storylines. He's the one with the, kind of the ideas. Mm-hmm. So he'll push the show along, and Bulldog is just there commenting, bringing in other people, obviously. And so so their process is different. Mike is much more like he he thinks of things that they they should be talking about, but a lot of it also just comes up. And this is a topic we can really ride on and we can continue talking about. So once you find something like that, like the one time I, I had a show on at night and I had zero ideas and I had my buddy <laughs> in and I was, we just started talking about like 90s sports movies. And then literally for an hour and a half, all we did was people called in with sports movies and they would say like, uh, Tin Cup. And we'd be like, oh, Tin Cup, great movie. <laughs> this guy, Brink. Oh, Brink, great 90s Disney flick. And we just literally listed <laughs> off, like, sports movies for an hour and a half. And that's, it was a great that's, show. That's one thing that we lack in our podcasting experience. We don't have, we can't just be like, hey, call in and tell Yeah, us. right. It's, uh, it's tough. It's tough. But, I mean. But you get the, the freedom to say whatever the fuck you want. Yeah, so it's. For sure. Uh, you got got to give some, take some. <laughs> like I'll take the be able like fucks my favorite word, so I, I like saying it on a microphone and not being like, oh, fuck, I got to worry about fucking this or fucking that. Has, how often does that happen? I, I assume callers do it. Really, not as often as you think it would. Uh, I've been at WGR now for probably about fifteen months. I've had to drop like one caller. Like, for the most part, people know if you're getting on the radio, you and don't say shit. That's pretty much live, right? Like, if it slips oh, out, yeah. you got to just cut it, and it, it's sorry it went into the air, you know? We have a we have a delay machine, so it, like, puts our, our station on delay. So we have, like, a, I think it's a 12-second delay. So if someone swears... So you can do it quickly enough to get yeah, it off? I That's have 12 awesome. seconds to push this button, and it'll just cut out the feed and go to what is now the live feed. And then it like builds back up to the delay again slowly. So it's not like real dur- obvious. Like maybe during a commercial or something. Right. So we have, we're, we're prepared. We're prepared for that situation though. People, they're, they're used what to about be the host? logs. Do the hosts ever do it? Occasionally. <laughs> like John Murphy show the one time. It wasn't John Murphy himself. I think he has sworn on air, but I wasn't there for it. But one time they had on a guest and this guest was real big into uh, dinosaurs are not real, but mermaids are. Wow. And, and how does that come up? <laughs> uh, it was this player from LA, the L.A. Rams that they had on, and it was, like, known coming into it. Were they L.A. Rams yet, or were they still? No, they were the L.A. Rams at this time. Oh, they wow, were, so that's pretty no recent. They were no longer the same. Yeah, it was, like, a couple months ago, honestly. <laughs> and uh, so this guy comes on, and he starts, they're like, so so what is this, what is this shit about mermaids? And he's just like, 
going on and on. He's just like, yeah, you know, the uh, the sea, it's very unexplored. We've only uh, explored 3% of the oceans. We don't really know what's going on. And, and dinosaurs, like, I can't believe that these giant beasts were running around the earth that, like, oh, like oh, a million years ago or whatever. So I, I just I just can't believe it. I, I won't believe it and I can't believe it. But it's just, like, fun shit to talk about. And I'm like, oh, man, he just said shit. And he's talking about how mermaids are real and dinosaurs aren't. So. Is, is shit even that bad anymore? Like, I feel like That's shit what... could be all right. At this yeah, point, uh, I, I feel like even because don't I they, like they say it on all, cable now, right? There was one time I was watching something on Easter. I was watching something on Easter. Like you can't say shit, you can't say fuck, you can't say cunt. Like uh, it's all this shit that you can't say. They were saying goddamn on Easter, and I'm like, you know what? You think they'd have a little clue? If it's Easter, you probably don't want to be putting down the Lord and Savior on this day. <laughs> Other days you can say goddamn, but you know, 3:30 p.m. on Easter. At least get the God out of there and let him say, damn, God damn, come on, it's Easter. <laughs> this is a family holiday. Yeah, like Private Parts. You ever watch Private Parts? Uh, a long time ago. Oh, man. That is like the cutting edge of... You're a Howard Stern guy? Uh, I'm not so much a Howard Stern guy, but I really respect what Howard Stern did. Mm-hmm. And it was... He pushed the limits, and he essentially created himself a whole huge following just from pushing the limits. Like, that's what it's about. It's like he comes to this big city, and I'm not sure if it's necessarily, like, the fictional tale that Howard Stern kind of wants to be out there about his rise. But it's like he goes to this radio station, and the the PD is super strict, and he... They, he wants to see all of their, their little bits beforehand, and he starts doing these bits without their permission. And they did, like, a... Uh, uh, what is it? Uh, match game. So they did match game where it's like blank this. They're mm-hmm. like, oh, so uh, something, 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 blank willow. And they're like, pussy, pussy. So everyone's just saying <laughs> pussy over and over again on the air. And they're saying yeah, like cock do, on the air I, over and over again. Yeah, I remember enjoying like, you know, how that. Like stupid ass bits, which, you know, you shouldn't say, but you could kind of get away with at the time because. You were saying you were saying pussy. Will- you weren't actually saying pussy. You were saying pussy willow, but you were saying pussy in a uh, yeah another way. <laughs> and then he brought a show to Sirius. That's which, the dream. So, but oh seriously, God. like in terms of me as just a normal consumer, yeah. I would never pay for radio or music because I have an iPod. Right, I can put whatever I want on my iPod for free. I will say, but Sirius is super nice, though. Sirius, like, I love, I love XM. If they, if there's anything I'd pay for, because like people pay for Spotify and shit. If there's yeah. anything I'd pay for, it would be Sirius, because like it's that's like you get like comedy channels, you get all the sports channels. I finally got a fucking car with Sirius capable radio yeah, on that. it, because yeah, like on I, I was driving a, an O2 Intrepid for the longest time. Now I finally got it. Like, I've it's in a 2011 Elantra. It's got it on there. I, I oh, don't, nice. I don't pay for it though okay well actually rob ray was someone i wanted to talk about yeah. what are your interactions like with rob ray? you know rob ray rob ray i don't have a i don't have a ton of interaction with him because most of the times he is either out on the road so i'll, I'll just like call him on the phone and i call him up and just like yo hey rob what's going on so i mean but it's that's exactly cool. what you would expect your interactions with rob ray be like sometimes he 
will just give me random shit just because he's Rob Ray and yeah. that's what he does. So mm-hmm. he'd be like, hey, Rob, what's going on? He'll be like, oh, not bad, but uh, I am talking to you right now. So yeah, that kind of sucks. Fuck you. Yeah, so that kind of <laughs> sucks. And I'm like, yeah, it could be worse though, right? And he's like, not really sure. And I'm like, all right, get you on hold for Mike and Chris. Like, sweet. So, so yeah, like he's, it's exactly how you would expect a Rob Ray interaction to go. He gives you shit. Good cause, dude. Because, like, do you... Like, I heard, I think Kristen told me that he gives you shit for the... He calls me Bored Boy. The uh, Celine Dion song? Well, well, uh, that started, it's, uh, it's Zam Fear. And Zam Fear, you know, do you remember those those commercials in the 90s? The pa- the Pan Flute Master, Zam oh, Fear? Oh, you know what? I think I remember that episode. You guys were fucking talking about that shit. Yeah. So it was, so it was just like a random So it's ass. not even Celine Dion's song. It's like him doing Celine Dion. Yeah, it's, a, it's, it, a, guy, it's a guy playing a pan flute oh, and God. playing Celine Dion. <laughs> that makes it so much funnier. Yeah. Don't miss my partner on WGR 550. He'll take you inside the locker room, give you a player's view when he joins Chopin Bulldog game days at 4 on the home of the Buffalo Sabres, WGR Sports Radio 550. It's not me. It's the guys I do the show with. Chopin the Bulldog, geniuses. Really? Yes, they are. 70% of the times guys get breakaways, they score. Really? Yep, 70%. 70. Where'd that stat come from? I don't I made it up. I figured that. On WGR Sports Radio 550. Rob Ray's game day appearance, as always, brought to you by the folks at Jan's Smoke Shop 2, where everything is smoking 24 7. By the Lockport Outdoor Store, high impact gear for hardworking men and women. By the Riviera Theater, set the stage with the historic Riviera Theater. And by Jim's Steakout, try the new Pizza Steak Hero at Jim's Steakout. Right on, right on key. Like you, you've got it. I've got good whistling pitch. So what happened was, uh, like when Bulldog goes away, like you would, you would, you'd find it surprising because when Bulldog goes away, me and Mike are like ridiculous. Because Mike likes to to fuck around like that. He really does. <laughs> so it was pretty early on when I was working there, and he was talking about Zamfir, and I'm like. I feel like I know this. And then for the rest of the show, I just started playing Zamfir for every bump. I want to say I remember that. Zamfir for every bump. And Rob Ray just happened to be on the show that day, so I made a, a little Zamfir open, and it was Rob Ray. And he like just started talking shit about Zamfir and this pan flute music. <laughs> so after that, I was like, you are literally getting Zamfir pan flute like, every single time. Like nine you to come five, nine, nine to five when Paul Hamilton comes on, right? Yeah, is it yeah, similar to that? Uh, did you do that, or is yeah, that I a continuation? That. I did that, and, but I just thought it was funny because it was Rob Ray talking about how Paul Hamilton's overworked and underpaid, and I'm like, <laughs> you have no idea, Rob. You have no idea. But uh, like working nine to five because like I know Dolly you. Parton, it's funny. I know you did not do. The uh, Sal Capaccio song. It's Sal Capaccio. 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 On WGR.
No, that was not me. That's uh, someone with a lot more talent than Tom, I am. Tom can, Sitch. Yeah, Tom Sitch. He can actually play guitar and <laughs> he, he was can your, sing. He was what you did, right? Yeah. He Until was, he did whatever he's yeah, doing I now. Replaced Where did he Tom go? Sitch. Uh, he uh, he went to Wisconsin, and uh, pretty much what happens is every few years, WGR cycles through a new producer because they don't pay enough money. And then, like, you get a young kid like me in there who's, like, 23 at the time. He takes the job. Maybe you're 25 and you take the job. I don't know. But you take the job when you're young enough and you're like, you know what? Maybe I'll I'll work through this company. I'll, I'll grow. They'll, they'll pay me more money because that's what's supposed to happen in companies. And then all of a sudden it's two years later and you're like, oh, shit, I'm still making the same exact salary. And I've gone to my boss three times to to get a raise and I still haven't gotten one. Is this Dave? No, this one's Eric. Oh, uh, this is Eric? This is the yes, one you might have met. I do remember Eric. He's got that face that I remember. Eric is here. No, it depends on your audience. Dude, that's the second time you did a a, a good old. Yeah, and I wanted to bring uh, that up. It's uh, because I, Bulldog. I do that. Yeah, he. I, I guess I picked that up. Hold from on, him. hold on. I have one. You have did, a Bulldog. Yeah. Did Kristen ever sh- tell you about this? No. I got two two good ones from him. No, it's just like a nice. It's a nice space filler when you're trying to. Uh, to really come up with your next word, you're just like, whatever. That's that's actually bulldog. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> the other one I have isn't as good. I thought that was the the first one. There's two that I got. Dude, that is absolutely gold. <laughs> that is a classic bulldog noise. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I guess I did pick that up from him, didn't I? Yeah, you spend you spend fucking but yeah, this eighteen one, months with a person. This one is a fucking. This is like the no, gold. That is a gold standard. Uh, yeah, yeah, whatever. It ended up with fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's uh classic BD. That is classic <laughs> BD right there. Like some people, I know, uh, I know this one guy he really. He really hates Bulldog because uh, he was working over at WBN one time, and he was wearing he was wearing shorts, and it was like Bulldog March. was or the guy no no, no was. the guy was wearing shorts. That's back when they used to do um, uh, what was it ten ten opinions in a row, and uh, one of the, one of Bulldog's opinions ended up being you know who I hate I hate the guy who wears shorts in March shorts and sandals in March even if it's seventy degrees out, and this kid has held it a vendetta against him ever since. <laughs> like, a legitimate vendetta. Did he say it, like, at him as, like, a... No, he didn't, he or didn't did like, he not bring re- this kid up, but he, he didn't... probably didn't have an opinion to, to, to bring to ten pinions in a row. <laughs> so he's just like, oh, this kid's out here. He's wearing shorts and sandals. It's March. Like, <laughs> fuck this kid. Like, fuck him. And uh, this kid has never let it go. That's why I, would, I probably wouldn't either. has never let it go, and I just... It's I'm, funny, because <laughs> I, I would expect... I mean, not that I think Mike is that way, but I would ex- if it was one or the two, oh. I would expect Mike to have that kind of thing that he said. But Bulldog, I feel like, wouldn't do that, but apparently he did. No, I, I just think Bulldog was just like, you know what? I don't have anything here, and I'm just going to... Point out this guy? Yeah, it just so happens that this guy's wearing shorts, so this, and it's... This isn't great. The blood orange stays on? I thought it'd be more blood orangey. All right. 
so thanks for coming on, Ryan. Uh, my pleasure. This the beer was delicious. This is going to follow any random thing that I ended up getting this cut down to. Yeah, good luck with that. You could have my uh, sheet of paper here, which says fuck at least seven times. And I, Rick you, and Morty. You stuck, you stuck one in your pocket that is yeah, that way... Yeah, fuck a lot more yeah. times on it. If you... Thank to uh, 12 Gates, West Coast IPA. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was and, our uh, sponsor tonight. Resurgence. Resurgence Blood Orange Saison. You know, not as great, but uh, <laughs> that's fine, too. All right. I like beer. Yep. Thank right, you. Bye. Th- <laughs> thanks... Like I said, thanks for joining us. Um, anytime you want to come down again. Yeah, next time you want to make a bonus episode, I'll be in. Yeah, we got to get Dave involved. I don't yeah. even know Dave. Yeah, we'll get Dave down here. Yeah, we don't he even was. know Dave, and Dave was not even here. He, so. is, he is fucking. I'll talk to him about electronic music. That's right. He is He is number two on the uh, Potem Pole. Potem Pole. Potem Pole. Totem Pole of, of Not Too Much podcast. But yeah, thanks for stopping down. Thanks for listening, everyone. This has been Not Too Much Podcast. You know how... I mean, you're a comedy guy. Mm-hmm. Comedy writer. You ever have a punchline to a joke without a joke? You know... Wait, wait, wait. I'm, I'm think, I think I follow you. I'm not entirely sure. Like, you think of something funny... Yeah. Oh, you get the punchline, but you don't have, you don't have the, the... Right, but the, there's, the, there's nothing funny the that meat goes there. with it. Yeah. Well, I have a funny punchline. Go for it. I want you to help me write a I'll joke. I'll see if I can, if I can uh, fill in the blanks here. Overreacting. What? Overy. <laughs> Acting. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, hmm. <laughs> I don't want to. Do I have to? No, you don't have to. I just... <laughs> Because it's, it's already... either going to be about my dick or Russian hackers, like I said. I don't. I. I, I overre. I like it though. Right. Yeah. Like I don't know. I was. I can't remember what I was listening to, but they kept saying overreacting, and I'm like overreacting. <laughs> <laughs> Beep. Oh. So that's all. That's I, I, really all, all I wanted to do was tell everyone I thought of that. <laughs> okay, I've got another question about a joke. Okay. Our friend Jason Geckerman. Tweeted something. J all day. J all day, I believe. He yeah. just recently followed me. Okay. One of one of our mutual friends replied to the tweet and said, So good. And I didn't get it. And I want to know if I'm just an idiot. That's kind of how I feel but now after the uh, ovaries, no. overreacting thing. At J Ackerman 27. As more women... Get into fitness. The sale of the Nightmare Before Christmas DVD has hit a standstill. <laughs> I read that one. So you're laughing. Does that mean you get it? Are you be- are you smarter than me at at comedy? I'm not sure if I entirely get it, but I know a ton of like lame ass women who love Nightmare Before Christmas. I think that's the the gist there. Taking them off the couch. Uh, if if when you when you started, I was like, "Fuck, social justice is just gonna rain down on Acker, our poor buddy Jason." But now I'm okay, and I think I get it. I left. So just lame women liked Nightmare Before Christmas, but now that they're f- into fitness, they don't 
buy them anymore? It's the same people that are into politics now. Like, politics used to be, like, reserved just for crust punks squatting in an abandoned apartment. And now it's just the lamest. Or politicians. Or politicians, yeah, (laughs) yeah. I forgot about them. But, um... But no, now it's now it's these these lame like you know every boring middle aged person that we I happen to be friends with on Facebook. No offense, everybody I'm, I'm friends with on Facebook, but uh, you know it, I think it's the same kind of I I don't know I'm 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 losing my words, but it's been a long week. I apologize. I'm kind of just just going through the motions here. That's the joke. Did you retweet it? No. I, I took a screenshot of it to read it on here. Nice. How the fuck is it gonna go viral? <laughs> we should make it a, a one of us is gonna make something go viral within a year. Fair. Yes. Okay. Let's do it. All right. Okay. It's, it's so easy. The offensive you just sing sing a sing a popular song. The offensive group comes up seemingly every week. Something I saw in the offensive group. Uh huh. Some of it's older that I've just like got around to talking about. Okay. It's a. It's a screenshot. Someone posted a screenshot of, uh, like, a couple tweets. Fellas, your mom is in cardiac arrest, and your wife is about to give birth. They're in two different hospitals. Which one you going to? So it's like a what-would-you-do situation? Hmm, man. I hate children, so that's... I don't gonna, really... I mean, I don't need to know your guys' answer. That's not really the punchline here. No, I think we I think we are Let's obligated begin. to answer now that you've... Okay. I hate children. If it were mine, I might be like the the sellout that would be like, okay, it's mine. So now I like kids. Um, I love my mother. Um, mom is wow. This is one. This is a head scratcher. Mom already already gave me life. This one's gonna give me so a it's, son. It's it's a it's a valid like. What would you do? It's kind of it's kind of a like like you said a head scratcher. It, it's a decent question, dude. That time in pre-K, I shit my pants, and my mom came and picked me up and told me it was okay. I swore to myself, but even at like four years old, like I owe this woman everything. I'm going to, I'm going to be with my mom. All right. Okay. Yeah. So someone replied, "Mom, just gonna have to sit in jail because I want to see my baby born. I'll bond her out the next day." <laughs> sit in jail? I thought she said she was having a heart attack. Cardiac arrest. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's good. Sorry, yeah. I need a refresher. I was kind of like, yeah. I am not fast tonight. Holy no, fuck. it's nothing. You know, it's just you had to think about it because I didn't get it. I was like, wait a minute, that's... what the fuck is that reply? What does that mean? Oh, he just doesn't realize what cardiac arrest means. <laughs> that's goddamn wonderful. No, that is brilliant. I am stupid. Wow. I've been waiting for the, to to talk about this for over a week now. Um. There, I'm just going to just go right in, man. There's a conspiracy that Justin Bieber was caught turning into a human-lizard hybrid in Australia. Wait a minute. And a lot of people believe it. <laughs> yeah, I'm serious. What? <laughs> yeah. You know about the lizard people, right? The shape-shifting lizards that, are, uh, that control our government. Very minimal. I have heard of the idea, but that's about, that's all I know. I don't know anything I love a conspiracy, man. I'll, I'll, I'll humor anybody. I'll, I'll, I'll listen. You know, there's certain ones that I believe are 100% true. So they're not really conspiracies, are they? I digress. Like 9-11? I wasn't going to say it, but... 
guys. I wonder which ones. Have you seen Loose Change? I rest my... No, I'm just kidding. Um, anyways, yeah. Uh, hundreds of people claim that they watched Justin Bieber, Bieber turn into a giant reptile. Um, they described him as gross with colored scales all over his body. Um... Was he in Australia on tour or something? Yeah, I, I believe so. I believe so. Um, wow. Well, I'm just looking up. I found a link now that claims that he is a member of the uh, reptilian Illuminati bloodline. So he can he does control our government. Okay. Justin Bieber. Hmm. Or he's just, he's part of it. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, he's one of the um, the elite lizard people. You should read up on lizard people. It's really interesting. I think I will now. Um, yeah, Justin Bieber's a lizard person. Thoughts? Sure. I mean, he's 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 looks good. He's in real good shape. He probably has something to do with the lizard blood in him, right? Cold-blooded, he likes, man. He likes hockey. He can sing. Damn. Maybe. What better way to reach people with your lizard message? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to give it a few weeks and see what Alex Jones has to say about it. But, um, you know, in oh. the mean, I'm open to the possibility that Justin Bieber isn't really a person. Let's start keeping track of stuff short. like that. What, InfoWars? No, like a couple weeks you said you want to check in on that. And you know what else is mm. coming up? Uh, April 25th. Last year was our first episode of the podcast. Wow. Nice. Coming up on a year, like a like a month from now. That's kind of crazy. So what are we gonna call it? We're gonna call it what? What are we gonna call our one year anniversary? The twenty fifth yep. or? Well, you know what the best part about it is, like because of those. I mean, we've we've mentioned this actually. The be, the fact that we missed two, like when it's a year, it'll be the fiftieth, which is kind of a special episode to begin with. Fifty of them. Sure. Well, that's perfect. Yeah. 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 So fiftieth. Well, I don't know. We'll do cool. something cool. Hopefully. <laughs> I went to see Max Sabbath. Last week, it's... Uh, what are they, a bunch of grimaces? Yeah, there's like a grimace. There's no, shit, really? Slayer McCheese. What? And Ronald McDonald, and, you know, the Hamburglar was Justin Hamburglar, but, like, he had Peter Chris paint on. I looked up photos of him. Where the, where the fuck did this happen? This was the Oakley Doakley show. Oh, you went to it? Yeah. No way, really? Cool. Yeah. How was it? I, I mean, thought I texted both of you saying it's on Thursday. Remember? I don't recall. You did. Like I said, it's been a long couple of weeks, man. Gotcha. So, all right. I went to see. We talked. We have talked about Oakley Doakley. It's a metal band that's just all Ned Flanders. They're they're all Ned Flanders. A little bit gimmicky. It's very gimmicky, and that's the first thing I thought when I saw them. Because I mean, I knew what I was getting into, and I I was like, how long could this last? Like. <laughs> yeah, how many references can and, they squeeze and into how, one and set? Wouldn't they get sick of it eventually? Like, <laughs> you're gonna ride. You're gonna ride that horse till it bucks you, man. So I'm guessing what I think happened. They thought of this idea. They were already a band that was like going nowhere. Mm-hmm. Like, let's do this because it's hilarious. And then it kind of took off a little bit. Yeah, kind of t- like I mean, kind of play- like my idea for you, go girl. Yeah. They played the Trelf. That's where it was, and I've never been there, so I, I was, it was fun to be able to go to a different venue in Buffalo. It's kind of a classy place, isn't it? A little bit. There was most there's tables and chairs and stuff, but there was at this show specifically a uh, standing room like 
in front of the in front of the stage. I'm guessing at certain other shows that aren't so much a concert is there's probably tables in there. Okay, I'm guessing. I yeah. don't know. I don't know for a fact. So Oakley Dokley played first. You know, once you hear a couple songs by them, you know what it is. It's just metal with Oakley Dokley or with Ned Flanders like quotes as lyrics. Yeah, which you probably can't really understand. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But during the show, I'm like, all right, they got to do something else because they're all in like khakis, sweater, you know, with the collar thing over. Yeah, it. with the collar over it, and only one of them actually looked like Ned Flanders with the exact like mustache and glasses. The the other guys were wearing that outfit with like just their normal heads. Wait, wait, wait! It's gonna drive me nuts <laughs> if I don't ask. Please tell me these guys are all left-handed. They mentioned it. What during one of their songs is about being left-handed, uh-huh. and they were like, I don't know. At least they acknowledged it, but they I'm... they, I can't remember what he exactly he said, but he's like, and then the other guys we're gonna put him through uh, conversion therapy or something like Left that. Hand, made, okay, yeah, like right-handed conversion therapy. It was there was a couple funny things between show between the songs, but while I was watching, I'm like, they got to do something different by the end, you know, like because of like, you know how Ned Flanders is ripped. Yeah, you know what's hilarious. It wasn't hilarious, but the guy that was like the singer that looked most like Ned Flanders was super short. <laughs> he was like a little guy. And uh, I'm like, he's got to take a shirt off or something, right? You know, it's going to be funny. And like by the end, he actually like took his, like, took his outfit off and there was underneath was like a bodysuit. He like, yeah. It was like fake Ned, abs and shit. Ned, well, it was just the tight like thing. It was like what Ned Flanders wore when he went, they went skiing one time. and Nothing then, like, at all. And Homer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, stupid that's the sexy name of the Flanders. Song. Yep, exactly. And I was like, I was gonna like point that out that they never did anything like that, but then they did. Okay. So I can't even rip on them for like, you know, not doing that. <laughs> I diddly ho, shoes in boots. <gasps> Flanders, that suit's a little revealing, isn't it? Well, it allows for maximum mobility. Feels like I'm wearing nothing at all. <laughs> Quit it! Must wash eyes. Uh oh. <sighs> Okay, don't panic. Remember what the instructor said. If you ever get into trouble, all you need to do is... Feels like I'm wearing nothing at all. Nothing at all. Nothing at all. <laughs> Stupid sexy Flanders. That is. That was such a, a brilliant idea, though. Like, it's so gimmicky, and I, I'm sure none of them will deny that it was gimmicky. But goddammit, it worked. Yeah, they're know? on tour, <laughs> like, doing, doing, you know, shows. talked about you go girl on this podcast before right yes i'll refresher us okay because it was a long time ago i firmly believe that and it kind of goes hand in hand with us talking about how we should make something go viral in a year i firmly believe that i have an idea for a a boy band we'll call it that 
would absolutely 100% go viral. It's called, it's a hardcore R&B group called You Go Girl, and our songs are extremely graphic and extremely descriptive about our sexual pasts. It's R&B, just that cuts to the chase. And it's by ugly, fat, white guys. Who can't sing. Maybe not fat, but just ugly, old, middle-aged white guys. Overweight. Slightly overweight. We'll <laughs> At go least. slightly overweight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I believe that that would catch on. So It'd be hilarious. I mean, think of that. I've been in so many bands, and, you know, a few had some some chances. How, how shitty would it be if just some complete gimmick was was how it worked out for me you know <laughs> but I, I i can't even talk about the names of the songs because they're so politically incorrect that's why it would go viral or yeah that's why i would hit because it'd be so funny like, first the first thing that would happen would be social justice would come after us that, that'd make you more famous absolutely hey there's no such thing as bad publicity right right and then people would be like god damn these guys are funny <laughs> so the other two bands after Oakley Dokley. No, I just wanted to finish. Like sure. Metalachi was another band. Was it was it? called the Mockstrosity Tour. So they're all like gimmicky, gimmicky, <laughs> like goofy bands. Metalachi was like a mariachi band. mariachi band, but playing metal songs. <laughs> it was a cover. It was essentially a cover band playing in the style of a mariachi band, which that was the most fun show to watch. Because, like, you, you hear the song start, all right, which song is it? Because like, you, you knew all of them. You oh, know? really? Yeah, they're all, like, 80s hair metal bands Metallica. and Metallica. And, like, so it was fun trying to figure out which song it was. But then they would, like, play these four-minute songs. They're like, all right, <laughs> let's go to the next one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, all you're really waiting for is to hear what song yeah. they cover. Yeah. So, I don't know. It was fun. They 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 had banter. <laughs> they, like, but, but I'll tell you what. It was kind of annoying. Like, there was two main dudes that would do the banter. Like, the the trumpeter guy and the lead singer and they had that like oh yeah Holmes that kind of oh, like yeah, like cool. the Cheech and Chong kind of like I'm nice. like alright guys Like I said, they were the best one, or the most entertaining one. Because and then Max Sabbath came on; they were the headliners, so to speak. They just—it was essentially Black Sabbath cover band, and they have like lyrics that have to do with fast food. <laughs> and I can't even tell you any of them. And after one song, I was done. I was sick of it. Really? Wow. It was goofy. So you left in the middle of the. No, headliner. we didn't leave. We we watched them. We we finished it. 
Pretty much. I think they actually were playing Encore when we left. I'm like, really? <laughs> this fucking goofy joke band is going to come back on? Like, everyone, almost everyone's gone by then. <laughs> How many people were there? There was, like, a couple hundred people there. Ouch. It, I mean, I wouldn't say it was full, but I'm like looking around like I was very surprised at how many people showed up. Now I know for a fact I don't. I can do this you go girl thing and never work a day in my life. Three dollars to watch right. this fucking ridiculous shit. Oh. Twenty three bucks, which in the terms of like most concerts, that's not a lot. But for that, I'm paying yeah. over twenty fucking dollars. Get out of here. Boo, I'd be fine with having one person show up to my gigs. If I didn't have a podcast, I don't think I would. I would have turned right around and not paid twenty three dollars. I just wanted to fucking see something the, to talk about. Yeah, I wanted to see the uh, the monstrosity. <laughs> well played. So Ho is excited about something that's coming to North Park Theater soon. Tell me about it. Uh, Flash Gordon. Is I want coming. Ho to tell us about it because he loves the movie. I might have seen parts when I was a kid. The Flash, actual Flash, Flash, Flash Gordon from like 1980, I believe. Huh. Cheesy. Queen Amanda. Queen did the, uh, yeah, the song, the right? Yeah. yeah. I did the song. They did the soundtrack, not just the theme. Right, like but the, the whole shebang. I mean, the one, you know, the Flash. Mm-hmm. Ah. That's, I, yeah. that's that was a very good rendition yeah. right there. You couldn't yeah. you couldn't spit out Flash, and then the ah uh, uh, was really low, like Flash. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. You got it. Yes. The star is going to be at the theater, like the main the Flash Gordon guy. For like a oh, Q&A? He's going to be at the venue. Tell me, his, what's his name? Something Jones? Hmm. I, should, I mean, I should know that, but I mean, like, I mean, let's be honest. I'd... Hang on, I'm going to top, top 100 movies, maybe. <laughs> But we're we're signed in. We're locked in. We have tickets. Oh, speaking of movies, uh, the room that Sam, moved Sam J. Jones. Nice. There he is. the The uh, Disaster Artist by James Franco that got premiered mm-hmm. at uh, South by Southwest. There's a video on YouTube of a Q and A after the sc- the screening where James Franco. What's the brother's name? Dave Franco? Uh, Dave Franco and Seth Rogen. They came up and took questions and stuff. And uh, Was Seth Rogen in the movie? Mm-hmm. But he, who did he play? I don't know. Okay. Doggy, maybe? Yeah, maybe. Just kidding. I don't know. Probably the friend. The psychiatrist friend or whatever. <laughs> I bet it was. <laughs> so anyways, they were taking some questions. Most of it was just regular old, like, oh, what was it like doing this? Like, you know, yeah. whatever. But one of the memorable answers to one of the questions, or at least just part of the story that James Franco, or I think it was Dave Franco talking about it, saying that James Franco would stay in character even when he was just being a director, like off camera. <laughs> he would direct in in uh, character as Tommy Wiseau, nice. and they couldn't they couldn't get through it because they were laughing so much. That's the spirit. Like that, like just the way they were answering all the questions and how much they seemed to love the room and all this shit makes me like really excited about the movie. Like they're they loved it. They love the room as much as we do, and they made a movie about it. I just can't wait to see it. This is gonna kind of like hit the like the artsy theaters, right? It's not gonna go to like oh, I don't ma- know. We, no one theater. knows. There's not even a fucking trailer out yet. Didn't it premiere at South by Southwest? Yeah, but it's like the first cut or whatever, you know. Like, they, okay, I think what they what they might have mentioned that they were just testing it out, you know. Like, I guess that's the first place they showed it, 
Usually it's like a finished product by then, but you know. Yeah. They're. Do you watch a trailer for this movie, or do you just go see it? Oh, I'll watch a trailer. Okay. I just I'm not it. against trailers. Trailers are. I mean, things I know I'm gonna watch. You don't even watch a trailer, huh? That's. Yeah, sometimes. I mean. Well, either way, I'm excited about it. It premiered, so it's a thing. They did. They made it. They might probably have to tweak it or whatever, but it's it's a thing now, so I can't fucking wait. Okay. Well, let me know if it comes to North Park Theater or um, any other... That's true. Like theater. you said, maybe it'll only come to these and these and these. North Park will get it. I don't I don't see it being like a, yeah, a no, regular I, theater Oh, for thing, sure. But you like know. you, like even if that's true, you, you just a place reminded like that, yeah. me because like they, they, that's where we saw the room the showing, room. you know? Right, yeah. I think you're, you've found a place where you can watch that. And they obviously love the room and they would try and get... Dave Franco's version, or not the version, but the, the movie about the making of the room. Mm. The disaster artist. Ready for it. By the way, if you want to donate to our Patreon, it's only a buck. To a buck a month. God, this is humiliating, but I love begging every week. Hell yes. Just give us a dollar. Patreon.com slash not too much podcast. Um it's it's also linked to our homepage, not too much podcast.com. But what we're doing now for anyone that subscribe or that that is a Patreon, I've been going through old episodes and fishing out what I cut from the episode, certain things. And then from now on, obviously, as I'm editing, I'm going to maybe take stuff I cut and just put it. It'll be current. But what I'm all doing in, in addition to that is going through old episodes and finding stuff. And... Basically, what you're going to get is just jokes that don't land or stuff we, we rambled on too long that we had to cut too much stuff. Like today, maybe if I cut out, you know, the story about the uh, cardiac arrest. Oh, please don't. If I end up cutting it, you'll wonder what I was talking about and you'll go to the Patreon and pay a dollar and you get to hear it. You know what I'm saying? I like it. All right. Like a couple weeks ago, Dave was burping. On command. On command, yeah. Cut it, out, cut it out of the episode, but I put it on the Patreon. Little known fact, I'm very flatulent. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I, I'm just trying to make it so... I mean, obviously, f- for the most part, you're just helping us out. Because you like listening to us and you just want to help out. I want to reward you a little bit for it, you know? If you like us, you want to hear more, right? Is that how it goes? That makes sense. Sure. I was going to give everybody a hat, but... A hat? Yeah. What hat? I don't know, like a Dallas Mavericks hat or something like that. Nice. Figure everybody just, likes them. Just stuck up on hats from the sale or something. Yeah, yeah. I I do. I haven't been thrifting in a while. I think now it's it's necessary. I might have to go do some thrifting this week, and legitimate thrifting. I'm not doing it to be cool or anything like that anymore. I'm poor. Right. So I'd give us a dollar if I could, but I I don't have one. That's fair. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Maybe we sh- should start doing that, giving Give ourselves, ourselves a, dollar. a dollar. So on the Patreon, it looks like we have like... Yeah, man, we're just balling. At least four <laughs> people. Because there is show? one. Because goddamn... It does think... show how many we have. So it says one? One. Jeez, we love you. I have to, I have a theory then. I don't think anybody else has been there. Because if I went to, to a page like that, any kind of you know donation... Thing and I saw one person. You'd feel bad to enough to, to put it on. To there. give a dollar for a dollar? Are you kidding me? Yes, I would give. A it dollar. is a dollar a month though. So, I mean, you can cancel it after the however many yeah. you do. Mm. 
So, so why doesn't somebody just give us a dollar, tease us for a month, take it away, yeah. come back after a few months, just completely fuck with us? And by the way, if you're feeling super generous, there, the option is there to give us more, which I'm not asking you to do at all. Oh, oh, by the way, the Max Sabbath thing. There was some guy in the crowd between every song yelling, drive through metal, like trying to get that chant going. <laughs> what does that mean? It's... Metal, it's a, you know. Uh, <laughs> it's metal about drive-through restaurants. Really? That's the chant you want to get going? Yeah. Holy shit! Shut up, guy. Boom. Like, try it once, and that's it. That guy kept doing it all night. Man, that's the, that's the worst when you're trying to get a chant going and just nobody, nobody's there with you. So, R.I.P. Uh, Chuck Berry. Right. Yeah. Um, it's too bad. The most memorable thing of his is me when I watched goddamn Back to the Future. Yeah, I think I saw so many references I'm, to Back to the Future. Because I'm, I'm young enough to not really know his shit, except for what I see in pop culture, like Back to the Future, and the, the one song in uh, Pulp Fiction, you know. Yeah. But I like the shit I've heard, you know. It's good. He's a, he's a true pioneer, and I'm not in trying to be funny. I know that, and I, and I I concur. I think uh, that'll know. be our that'll be our outro song for sure. Okay, I watched the Snatch Show, two of the two episodes. That's on... that got released on Crackle last week. It's on Crackle. Yes. Wow. It's like a, I mean, you know what it is. It's like Netflix, but just they have their own original content. Most of the original content I've seen on it was bad, but is Snatch good? Um, I expected to hate it because the idea of a show based on a movie like that just seems like it's it'll just be reaching. Yeah, reaching. It'll be kind of like a show like uh, MacGyver or mm-hmm. you know the new MacGyver, the new Lethal Weapon, you know whatever. It was decent, and it was all new characters. There's a lot more women in the show. <laughs> like, there are actually a couple main character women, which in Snatch there was, like, a couple of babes next to Bullet Tooth Tony. That's true. I didn't really think about that. The twin Never. the twin women at the diamond shop. Yep. There was, like, not really any women in that movie at all, which it's not – I don't think Guy Ritchie was trying to be like, I hate women. It was just they, they're not around. They're, they're all these crime guys. Yeah, they're not into the seedy underground British yeah. crime but it's a decent show. I'll keep watching it. I'm not going to say you got to go see it, but if you like the movie, you'll probably like it. And, you know, what's his face? Rupert Grint does a decent job. The characters are likable. That's the Harry Potter guy, right? Yeah, Ron Weasley. Yeah, okay. Is there pikeys in it? Not yet. Hmm. Cool. Boxing is in it. It's have, made its face. I have no reason not to watch it. What, uh, what are you writing over there? Doug Benson? Yeah. With my pen. Didn't watch it yet. Any of that sh- that show at all? Did you see the Iron Fist show yet? No, that's a show, right? Yes, I heard it's getting bad reviews from the from the Marvel fanboy community. All right, so you talked about a show that you wanted to watch. I'm going to talk about a show that I want to watch. Oh, you haven't watched it yet? No, I don't think it's out yet. Is it? I thought I saw the High Court. I thought I saw like previews on Comedy Central. It made it seem like it was out already. But the go Doug ahead. Benson okay. one? No, it's out. Um, it is, is it? Out? Okay. I, I mean, I didn't watch it, but it was. I saw it on. Okay. Well, anyways, I'm gonna. There's there's a new show on Comedy Central called The High Court. Of course, it's Doug Benson. That's his only niche. He's the <laughs> pothead comedian. 
and he's basically started a, the people's court, but everybody on the show just gets high and tries to resolve their uh, their issues. <laughs> I'm super psyched to see this. <laughs> When I'm presiding over real cases in the high court, my judgment is impaired. I'm a little fuzzy on what the word affidavit means. I'm judgy, but pretty chill. You should smoke a strain of weed that doesn't make you so smashy. I like odor in my court. Maybe I would've won my case if I would've bought them some weed. <laughs> the High Court with Judge Doug Benson. Real Cases, Really High Judge. Premieres February 27th. I'm like Judge Judy with Doobie. I, I don't know, man. Like, it's like demeaning as that is. Like the the whole like you know like don't look at me, I'm a stoner thing. Um, you know, laugh at me because I'm because I'm clumsy. Um, I can't get enough of it. Do we quit hashtag wars yet? We will never. <laughs> okay. Oh yeah. Uh, we actually have one for next week too, so we don't have to worry about oh, that. Cool. Cool. All right. I'm psyched. All right. Please tell me what the best hashtag was. We only have a few here. Hose was the best one. By far. Leprechaun air, four leaf Wait, I don't field. even know what the hashtag was. Remember all those from last week? Make yeah. something Irish. Okay. That was an easy one, yeah. Okay. Okay. Oh, and this... I found this picture, Leprechaun Air. It was like a fake movie poster. It was already done for nice. you? Yeah. Cool. The internet. It's crazy. Okay, Drunk Tank Girl. <laughs> Lucky Larson. Instead of Bucky Larson. <laughs> nice. Which I've never watched. Have you ever seen that movie? Nope. Yeah, a few times. It's, it's, it's decent stupid. Then? It's uh. super stupid, but Christina Ricci's in it. Christina... School of Shamrock. Nice. You know, if you put O in the beginning of something, it makes it Irish. Mm-hmm. <laughs> o apostrophe, not too much podcast. <laughs> Why are you laughing? <laughs> so good. Oh, not too much. Oh, not too much. No good? I thought maybe if you saw it written, it'd be funnier. <laughs> it's good. Jimmy Smithwicks. It's Smittix. That's how I say it. Jimmy Smittix. Maybe that's why I didn't get it. Probably. It's not that funny anyways. John Smith Smittick. Like John Wick. That's it, dude. That's that's it. That's it. Yeah, we are the balls out of that one. No one other than me and Ho did any. Okay. So Well in that case, uh School of Shamrock wins. And that's me. Boom. Congratulations. I knew this meant a lot to you. Yeah. All right, so what we're going to do, we were talking about um, beers, bad beer names. It could be anything, just nope. something you wouldn't want to drink. Milwaukee's Best Ice. <laughs> Hotha. Actually, can I, can I take mine back? Steel Reserve. That is the shittiest Hoth Hoth out of a WIPA, like a wiper. Like ass wiper. <laughs> nice, nice. Gynus. Nice. Like in spelled how? Like what is it? G U Y N E S S Guyness. All right. Labatt Blue Christmas Morning Ale. Drinking beer on Christmas morning is kind of sad. Oh, all right. All right, I get it. I like it. I can't imagine it being good. But Wiser. Ooh. 
Scientology Lager. <laughs> L. Ron Hubbard IPA. <laughs> any, Triple any, IPA. Anything having to do with Scientology is bad, so we just put their name against a, a brand of or a type of beer. Bloodweiser. There you go. Ooh, that's a good one. Thank you. Contact us on Twitter at Not Too Much Pod. That is also where you can play our hashtag game, which this week it is bad beer names. You can email us at not too much podcast at gmail.com. Patreon, check it out. We got some cutting room floor material there. It's linked from our website at not too much podcast.com. Um, before we go, I'd like to apologize to the two people who told me I can't miss another episode of this podcast. Just don't, yeah. Like, even if to. we have someone come in, you, you should be here too. We didn't mean for that to happen. You know, like Dave said, something happened, you know. Yep. All right, thanks everyone for listening. This has been Not Too Much. Peace out. Bye-bye. Not Too Much. Hey, ladies. Are you lonely, bored, horny, or just need someone to try open mic material on? I promise I'm nothing like serial killer Arthur Shawcross or any of the killers you'll find on Plenty of Fish. Just text me now, 716-680-1203. Call Dave. Hey dudes, do you want someone to talk football with? Are you holding in some anti-government rants you're hoping to let out without the NSA getting all up in your shit? I don't care. Shoot me a text, 716-680-1203. Call Dave. That's just crazy. No, that's DJ Justin saying. It was a teenage wedding and the old folks wished him well. You could see that Pierre did truly love the mademoiselle. And now the young monsieur and madame have rung the chapel bell. C'est la vie, c'est the old folks. It goes to show you never can tell. Finished off an apartment with a two-room robot sale. The coolerator was crammed with TV dinners and ginger ale. But when Pierre found work, the little money coming worked out well. C'est la vie, c'est the old folks. The culture show you never can tell. Show you never can tell. They bought a souped up chitney, was a cherry red 53. And drove it down to Orleans to celebrate the anniversary. It was there where Pierre was waiting to the lovely mademoiselle. C'est la vie, c'est the old folks. Go to show you never can tell.
Show you never can tell 